You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 128. city of Rebels Lift, the self-sustained, uh, the self-sustained little hidden away haven for those, uh, for those that choose to live the lifestyle of one separated from the outside world, is all around our heroes as they approach the wizard Dumfries Tower. But it is not all of our heroes, of course. Uh, it is Drustin, Bearjaw, Oilvane. <laughs> He's not here, so that threw me off. Uh, <laughs> Drustin, Bearjaw, Oilvane, and 1369. Yes. I got it. Do we have a mini for 1369 yet? I didn't import it. You made one, right? Uh, I did make yep. one on uh, on the... Damn. Yes. He sent me one, but I didn't... Um, I forgot to import it in. I also forgot to import ghosts, so I'm going to need to do that. Um, Why? Why would there be ghosts? (laughs) Don't import ghosts, Grace. That feels feels a bit... So, Drewston, Bearjaw, Oilvane, 1369 are our group of four approaching the wizard's tower to see what is going on. The tower itself, as uh, as you approach it, Where's the thing? Ah, okay. Um, it's a squat tower. This thing is not, you know, compared to the, especially compared to the black tower at the Lake of Mists. Um, this thing is, um, this thing is squat and round, is uh, and and a bit a bit shorter than 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 your average tower, perhaps. Um, the outside is gray stone and dark wood. Um, and despite being short for a wizard's tower, it's still the largest in the uh, in the near vicinity. It rises mm-hmm. about sixty feet above. Um, the smaller shops and homes uh, in these in these neighboring hmm. neighborhoods. However, um, the Wizard's Tower does fit in nicely with the local aesthetic. Uh, it gives off almost a humble, even rustic look that uh, brings to mind what someone might build if they were trying to blend in with the populace. Hmm. And as you are considering this site, you see movement in the corners of your eyes as you look at the tower. Up above, you swear you saw something near a window. You look up and you see nothing. Then you see something near the door and you look down. You just catch barely a glimpse of some ethereal presence moving about the tower. Because of course you have been told that this place is haunted with ghosts and the locals stay away. Haunted. Most of the locals stay away. In 1369 doesn't stay away. That's true. I mean, it doesn't go in the tower because its instructions were not to go in the tower, so it didn't go in the tower. It's been five years now. Within, so. As we get within uh, like a ten minute walk of it, Drewson's going to cast Detect Magic as a ritual and maintain a concentration basically trying to figure out if 
these glimpses are illusion magic or necromantic magic or not magic. As Drusen stops the party to prepare his ritual over 10 minutes, someone or something comes bounding towards you from around the other side of the wizard's tower. Seems someone was poking around here and has seen you approach. That's your cue, Eric. I said someone or something, because I don't know <laughs> your the state of your entity. It's a clone. A crag cat. You don't know it's if rabbit. it's someone or something for the personage in question <clears throat> is somewhat obscured by a large holocaust cloak that is uh, draped around its body. A what oh, shit, cloak? Sam. I'm sorry, a what? The Princess Bride, they reference a thing called a Holocaust cloak. I don't know why it's called that, but that's what they called it. Big black it's the cloak. original, it's fireproof. Fireproof. It comes okay. from the original term for Holocaust, which means a very big fire. Gotcha. That makes okay. sense, because they light them on fire so later in the movie. Spoiler. Big, huge cloak. Oh, the one that, that oh, I know the one you're talking about now. Yeah, huge cloak. The one that fucking Andre the Giant was, was wearing. Say, it fits Andre the fit Giant. him so nicely that it was gifted to him. If it fits the the, the Andre the Giant well, you know it's a big massive cloak. <clears throat> Bounding around the corner. And stop short. Upon seeing the group, immediately removes the hood of this cloak. And you see a, a pale-faced gentleman with dark black hair slick back, slanting eyes, a very kind of, uh, you know, sharp-featured, uh, hu- human man who, uh, who regards you and says, Hail, uh, are you kind of re- regarding the mix of creatures we have here? Are you of the, the town? Are you townsfolk? Are you from Revel's List? Snow, uh, Snow I Bane. have been living here for some time. Bearjaw feels a tug on on her elbow. Here's... Oh. Oi! Bearjaw! I think it's a new friend. <laughs> Just Bearjaw. in case we didn't say it during the podcast recording, Dan <laughs> is playing Dan. Oil Vein tonight. Dan. No, I just changed up Scream Clank. <laughs> <laughs> Oil Vein, your voice is so different. Oi! No. I think I see a new friend. Bejal <laughs> looks him, looks this newcomer up and down and kind of harumps a little bit and says, Don't you know, weren't you around when our big, enormous ship showed up? It was very I fancy. I was not. I have been here at the tower for some time. Ah, uh, it is very fortunate that you are here. He approaches as he speaks. You know, drawing closer. And as his face becomes more visible to you, allow me to read something to you all. Ooh. It's a poem. So, from the description of Haunted One. Oh. Those who look into your eyes can see that you have faced unimaginable horror and that you are no stranger to darkness. Though they may fear you, may... Commoners will extend you every courtesy and do their utmost to help you. 
Unless you have shown yourself to be a danger to them, they will even take up arms to fight alongside you, should you find yourself facing an enemy, like a tower full of ghosts, alone. <laughs> uh, isn't Oilvane also a haunted one? Or is mm -hmm. he a far traveler? I so. He's a haunted one as well. Yeah, I think he's a haunted one as well. And Go ahead. As, as this man kind of approaches the party and, and, and looks and you begin to see some of this darkness, he catches Oilvane's gaze and they pause and they they regard one another, or at least this 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 figure, this man regards Oilvane a bit longer. Oilvane leans over to Bearjaw and says, I don't think he brings danger. Says, let me introduce myself. My name is Quillen Fred, and I am. Hmm. Some call me the Remembrance of Revels Left. There are there are many religions and faiths here, but I am I'm one that provides relief to those who have uh, loved ones who have passed, or who would like to commune with those on the other side. Whoa. And it is a it is you of talk to ghosts? Yes. What's that while like, you're at the tower? Like we're doing right now? He regards Dresden, yes. Yes, there are... There are spirits here that are restless. And this unrest brings me... Brings me... Brings me to action. If, mm. uh... If you are here for similar purposes, learning, good purposes, that is a... That is a great fortune to me and my purposes. Tell me, what brings you to the tower here? This is, of, of course, 1369. Your, uh, your presence here is, is well known, but the rest of your group, uh, what brings you here? Drustin says, uh, oh, 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 I'm Drustin, Drustin Green. Oh, we're here to complete the research that the wizard Dumfrey started long ago. A mutual friend told us about it. We're hoping to go into the tower, find his notes or experiments or some such and I'll finish that which the wizard Dumfrey did not have time to complete it's excellent you're planning to enter the tower I have uh, yet to determine how I was to to pass the threshold but let us join let us join forces I, I sense learning Where and, did uh, you say your name was Quellet right uh, Q uh, for short. Call it, call it Fred. Quell, call it. Oh, call it. Call it. Use your Fred. Power. I will call you Fred. Yes, okay. yes. Please call me Fred. I, she says, stepping forward a little bit, distinguishing herself from her party behind her, says, "I am Berja, Winterborn sister of Clan Red Frost, child of Hornshot and Wild Eye." Proved by storm truth in honorable trial by combat. She kind of flashes this like big huge scar she has up her arm. Undefeated tavern brawl champion normal face. She who triumphed over the elder elemental tempest, unflinching bulwark against the devilish horde, survivor of the neolithic ma, the elevator. Stronger than call anyone you know. Mm. Wait, well, your last well, new title is just The Elevator? 
That's right. From yeah. did that for a while. Pulled the chain. That was an incredible feat of it's skill. On, not, it's on not like puller of the chain or she no, who rises her elevator. group from the darkness. I am the elevator. She's just the elevator, and I That's love right. that. That's right. The rock. And then she just leaves that there. She says, you could just call me Bear Jaw, though. Philip bows low. He says, ah. Uh, you, you seem full of life and vigor, Bearja. Thank More you for telling me. More than you know. People. Surely, surely. And we and are facets of fate. <laughs> ha! Are we not doing the pose? I his, thought. His eyebrows, again, sh- sharp features. Uh, his eyebrows raise at the mention of that, but he does not remark. Uh, Quillet, the ghosts have been here them. for. Oh, sorry. It's third person. Uh, actually, I'll do it in person. Quillid, why do you choose today to try and rid the ghosts? They have been here for some time. He says, it was an unfortunate spirit that I was speaking with that spoke to me of a disturbance. It, uh, okay, I'll tell you the truth. There it's was to start that. So what we know he about Quillen is it does not take much to get the truth. Sometimes lies. He says there there was a spirit that was no lie, but truly the distraction of something. I assume it was your arrival at town, created an opportunity for me to close and investigate where before it was more challenging. This is a a, a lively town with a great population as you've seen, and um, I would not want the locals of the town to think other than oh to think other than me than my title rememberer i have i'm somewhat more than that but that is what i prefer to represent to my fellow town folk this was an opportunity to act without their visit without their observation you hear a voice from behind you says it is important to take days off from your work for personal endeavors. If you do not take this time, the end of your life will come and you'll realize that you've never done anything truly original. As Taita comes walking up to the group where she had stayed back at the uh, the tavern for the original farewell. Uh-oh. Quill is looking back and forth between Taita and obviously made of metal and 1369 who is uniquely made of metal he thought uh 1369 looks at Taita and definitely gives the the head sideways cock like a and bird. says that voice oh I... right you wouldn't have seen her body uh that sounds have we met once upon a time? She looks and says, One, three, six, nine. We have met? Oh, we've done more than met. And uh, she hadn't noticed 1369 at first as she uh, she gets closer, kind of puts her, her face about a foot away from, uh, from you as she kind of looks into your eyes and looks up and down your body. And she says, she says yeah, you seem to be doing quite well since I last saw you. Uh, yeah, I apologize for my unusual appearance today, but uh, I am Taita Kasikwa. I created you. 
1369 immediately drops to one knee and bows and says, Oh, great creator. Oh, no. Oh, oh, none of that. None of that, please. Uh, says, rise, rise, at ease, or what have you. I... He says, I am pleased to see you uh, alive and well and thriving so well despite Humphrey's disappearance. Uh, he had mentioned you only once or twice since I sent you his way. It seems that you did choose to stay with him in the long term. I thought it was my purpose to serve him. Uh, she, she, nods, she nods and says, yes, yes, the... The proclivity of the of my creations to uh, uh, assume a uh, to assume a a binding purpose that is rigid and cannot change uh, is one of the reasons that after your creation you were the last from the project. We shuttered the project and began the uh, and began the Hollow Golem project. Uh, and she gestures to her own body. She says, "Everything we learned from creating you and your uh, and your kin is what taught us what we needed to know to take the project to the next level. A truly empty vessel that could be implanted with a an existing conscious mind." She says, "In the end, we did succeed, although the." Uh, circumstances under which we had to put it to the final test were unfortunate, but uh, pressure is what often does drive innovation. So I am the last of my kind, then? In a manner of speaking, and by that I mean, yes, absolutely, in all ways that you could think of it. <laughs> Wait, that's a bit sad. Are there, yeah, are there kin alive anymore? I expect that some of them are. Many that we, uh, in, in the course of creating, did not end up being viable, but those that were viable were, uh, were uh, sent in uh, various places in the world to go experience life and report back. In your case, I sent, or in 1369's case, she's addressing the rest of the group now, I, uh, I sent it to uh, the wizard, uh, I sent it to Humphrey uh, to, uh, to assist with his work, and I would I had hoped that Humphrey would give me more reports about 1369's progress as they worked together, but as I understand it, Humphrey sent you to shop in the town and not much more. Yes. He did not allow me to enter the tower. That is unfortunate. Uh, but uh, when you uh, feel uh, up to it, perhaps when your business is finished here, I invite you, go explore the world. Live your own life. Hmm. There are many well, towers. question. Uh, if you will, Master, that has been on my mind. Why do I speak Dwarvish? <laughs> ah, yes. There are no yes. dwarves here. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. Uh... <laughs> my personal guess is that I was originally intended for a Rundle. I... When I created you, I had different ideas for where I might send you, a dear friend of mine. Uh, 
of the uh, dwarvish persuasion uh, was originally uh, the the destination that I had planned, and uh, that was one reason. But I also learned just as much in programming the language. Uh, I, I learned much about the nuance of dwarvish when programming the language into you. It's uh, it was uh, very educational. I see. Did you know there are 36 words in the Dwarvish language to refer to wet stone? Well, it depends how wet. (laughs) (laughs) The one dwarf in the room. Oh, Miss McCousins already. (laughs) Oi, Drusen. Speaking of learning, then. Well, if we made our way towards that tower there and learned what was inside. I think that sounds like a great bias to action. Bias for action. Something. I I was just going to use my voice some more. (laughs) It's pretty good. You're doing great. Oh, well, 1369, I look forward to seeing what you've learned and what your... Uh, capabilities are as we enter this place. I hear there may be some ghosts. Yes. Or something. I I don't know. <laughs> well, There's cl- of definitely Quillet. something. Well, speaking of Quillet, are you sure they are ghosts? I had assumed upon seeing them that it was some kind of illusion cast by the wizard to keep... <clears throat> Uh, those curious out from his personal possessions and such. That would be in character. That was a question for you, Eric. I'm sorry. I uh, missed that. Are you sure they are ghosts? Tristan is thinking they're illusions to keep people away. That is a... I'm uncertain of this. I have been drawn from a distance, but I came today prepared for action. I'd like to I'd like to discover the the, the true nature of what is driving these these illusions and what danger and unrest may be if there are souls that are disturbed. If if they if they be not but illusions, so much the better. Well, Drewson takes out his uh, scroll from an ancient abandoned temple of Ogma and says, Olden, this may be of use. And he reads over it, letting them know all the ancient disciples of Ogma had a way of us uh, augmenting their eyes. Ogma entering their eyes. Uh, so they oh, can- I, <laughs> I see. It is a joke. <laughs> Probably an accident. End of the campaign. <laughs> a joke? Ogma entering their eyes. I don't know. <laughs> so they could uh, tell what sorts of magics were at play. Oh, this was one of those scrolls. And he reads over the ancient words as light starts to shine off the page and enter his eyes, that his eyes are glowing. Which I have no idea if that's how canonically I've described this, but something it's similar different. to that. Um, and he he has it as a ritual, but he also got it as a spell. So each 10 minutes, he's just going to cast it again. Uh, but he doesn't want to waste a spell slot. 
as they move forward, basically he just wants to see illusion magic, necromancy magic, or no magic. Oh, you have to set it to what you're searching for? No, no, but it tells you the school of magic. He, he just want, uh, he's, he wants me magic. to That's highlight the fact for. that if there's illusionary magic, he yeah. wants me to tell him. Oh, yep. okay. okay. The main thing is looking out for. Yark. But yes, um, as Drewston completes his ritual with his weird, glowing, augmented <laughs> eyes. Do they glow like repeatedly as it is like consistently oh. the entire time the spell's on, or do they glow briefly? What if you can it? see like ancient words going over them like a scream? Ooh, That'd be cool. that's really cool, but also creepy. Like yeah, it. very good. All right, the tower is obviously steeped in magic. As you apply this spell and you begin to walk towards it, uh, even those of you not so sensitive to such things um, can uh, can tell that there is magic here. The hairs on your arms prickle with arcane static. The closer you get, something Q is familiar with, as he was just uh, poking around at this place. Uh, but this this feeling, Drustin knows that this it it implies the magic within is uncontrolled, leaking into the surrounding area rather than uh, something deliberate. This while there's a mixture of schools of magic in play here, the strongest school of magic that you uh, that you are seeing is conjuration, and mm. uh, uh, illusion is all but not present. Oh, hmm. this conjuration is possible. The articles. Or some other spectral form. As you... All I need to know is if I can punch it. Huh. As you continue to so approach the tower, and Drustin concentrates on, the, uh, on this magical effect, you discover, well, actually, roll an arcana check. Ooh. Ooh. You discover nothing. It's <laughs> I discover a d20 that I use. To roll with. You uh, discover a one. We'll find out. I only have a plus four to this. Uh, where's my d20s? Okay. I got a total of 11. You got an 11 with your detect magic on. All right. Um, then what you learn is um, you can tell that as untamed as the magic uh, as the magic appears to be it does seem to all be from the same source that's what uh, your your glowing creepy matrix eyes are telling you uh, that you can see that it's 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 a chaotic uh, um, kind of untamed uh, tendrils all coming from the same the same source right down to the way it resonates in the weave and that's what you can see specifically almost as if it's all a matching wavelength, so to speak. Um, it not just a singular source, but quite possibly even a single spell causing all of this, uh, whatever it is. Um, it They'll is tell the others about that. destructive is, is the impression you get. Mm. A destructive magic? Possibly a single spell that's causing all this? What nature of destruction uh uh, a wizard? He regards you, Dristan. I. Some call me the Green Wizard. Mm. It is true. Oh, I've heard at least one person call him that. 
someone named Drewston. <laughs> I will uh, call you the Green Wizard. You seem oh. to, you seem to prefer this. Oh no, oh, oh, Titus says. <laughs> the Green Wizard. Let him have this. Let him have this. Uh, uh it seems to be focused on conjuration, uh, uh, destructive magic that may be uh, leaking out and perhaps even causing these spectral forms to appear or, or call them from some other plane. But I, I, I didn't know. We'll have to investigate further. It seems that the, these spirits may be real, though. Spirits truly I, at unrest. Aye, they are no illusions. It's less of a wizard's tower and more of an haunted house. I this called to cool. Dumfrey many times over the past five years, but I have heard no response from inside the tower. Well, can you lead us to the front door? As you're heading up to the front door, you see that the uh, you see that the plants around the tower have grown wild and untamed. They're flowering. Weeds have overtaken the lower half of the entire structure, creeping up the stairs that lead to the main door and binding themselves to widening cracks between the uh, between the bricks of this tower. Uh, as you approach closer to the door, you see first glimpse, uh, or not first glimpse, but you see a uh, bluish wisp of smoke float by and go right through the door. For just a moment you caught a bit, uh, a tighter glimpse of this of this figure. It was sort of uh, shapeless as it, as it slowed down as it sort of almost turned its shape towards you and flew into the building. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment you recognized the creature? Or was it a fleeting glance? It was a fleeting glance. Mm. Hello! <laughs> um, uh, Trucin says uh, the door may be trapped. I will take care of it. Spare <laughs> the cracks or knuckles. Steps right. up to the door. As Bear Joe steps to... up to the door, you hear some crunching as, uh, in like two steps that uh, Bear Joe takes, just crunching, crunching. As you look down, you see a surprising number of bird bones. Ooh. Mm. Oh, Bear Joe. This may not be safe even for don't, you. Don't worry, they are already dead. <laughs> <laughs> they have gone on to their next lives. To their next Yes. Dirt. Would you like me to have someone else open it? And he takes out his uh, little elf Who else could handle that killing menace? Or something that's already dead? All right. This time, I get next door. All right. Uh, It's going to take him ten minutes. He says, uh, give me ten minutes. (sighs) She steps back away from the door, just fuming inside. You can tell she was ready. She was collect so ready. Some, uh, collect Ten some minutes. bird bones. Fine. She starts collecting bird bones. But he's going to cast uh, Unseen Servant as a ritual. <laughs> and if nothing prevents that, he's going to command his Unseen Servant to open the door. Command his unseen servant to open the door. Uh, so you don't see it. Do, do you? Do, what, tell me. Remind me, like, what perception you have of what it's doing. 
It's invisible, mindless, shapeless, medium force that performs oh, so simple tasks at your command. So you don't have any sort of uh, connection to it? View of it. No, gotcha. no, no. But I command it. Uh, once on each of your turns is a bonus action, you can mentally command the servant to move up to 15 feet okay. and interact with an object. And it, can and it always simple sighs. simple tasks that a human servant could do. It does audibly sigh, thinking of the times that it served the greater priests of the Red Dragon. It's in cultist hell. It serving trust. You hear the door rattle as it attempts to open the door, and it does not. That I can deal with. Uh, And I'll cast knock. All right. Which I prepared today. You prepared knock today. What can knock overcome? Magical locks as well? Arcane, even arcane lock. It suppresses arcane lock for 10 minutes. So choose an object you can see with it. Da, 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 da. Uh, contains a mundane or magical means that prevents access. A target that is held shut by a mundane lock or that is stuck or barred becomes unlocked. And then if it's with arcane lock, it is suppressed for 10 minutes. All right. What does it look like when you cast lock? Uh, he has the skeleton. Knock. <laughs> lock. Oh, no. <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Put it on backwards. Uh, he has the skeleton key uh, that is made of white bone uh, that somehow transformed from a scroll they found. Scroll case. Um, and he holds it out, and it basically shifts and becomes a million other keys until it matches the key needed, even if that's some arcane, strange sigil. And he turns it in midair, and you guys see the door kind of ease upon its hinges a little bit. So the yeah the 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 latch on the the latch on the door, which uh, d- y- y- so first of all, there's a there's a huge like. Th- thunderbolt crack that echoes over the valley. Because if you remember, Nock makes an extremely loud noise. Oh, yeah. Uh, we learned that in Kunjakar. 300 feet. Yeah, 300 foot uh, thunderbolt crack. Like a thunder crack. Like a loud that. knock. And, that uh, <laughs> And uh, the lock comes undone, and then the door uh, the door moves forward just, I mean, like a centimeter, and then thud seems to hit something. Oh, Birchall, it's all you now. <laughs> oh, now it is Birch. Okay, okay. Uh, she goes up and, again, cracks her knuckles, but she's cracked them too recently, so they don't do anything. And oh, then uh, she steadies her shoulder against the door and just shoves. This is not... She's not hitting it. She's just pushing it. Roll an athletic strength check for busting Huzzah! through this door. Okay, so my athletic is... That's a plus eight. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, da lolly. And I have advantage on it, but yeah. that's during raging, I think. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, no. No. I think that's just I think you have a quest. It's, it's just whenever how you're awesome to push, I am. Pull, or, but it's a little bit different. I mean, you are trying to push. Yes, Joel. I am pushing. So oh, I will thing. roll two of them then. Plus eight. I mean, what are the odds? I'm not going to get this, right? Uh, double ones. 
No. Yeah. A 17. Okay, so that's <laughs> a 17 plus 8. That's 22. So, yeah. Bear Jaw puts it's a shoulder into it and door. shoves. It is not difficult for Bear Jaw, but there does appear to be some large piece of furniture uh, pushed up against this door, and you hear the uh, you hear the scraping of uh, of wood on stone as uh, as she pushes the door open, and inside you see the tower. Uh, we oh, need to move all the minions. Q, so remarks, Q remarks to the group as he sees these mighty feats of magic and strength, and he says, "Honestly, the distraction of your arrival was nice." But I couldn't open the. 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 He's. I think it was door. I think it was couldn't even open the door. It might have been is door. The, door is a is reasonable this the exception. Map you meant to. Yes, it is. Give me a second. Which oh. is how long is? Right, this is also where we slept. Yes, oh. that will be changed in a moment. I was uh, I was waiting for oh. Eric to finish his sentence. That was what I was. Thank you. Meant open his heart. Yeah, could not have opened this card without you. To friendship, without you, he disconnected, disconnected from so. tabletop. I couldn't earlier. let people. We'll, in. we'll keep pressing forward. Um, okay, then. Oil says, <clears throat> "Very strange." I can't. I'm trying to form a normal sentence, so I can't do. Uh, ooh, very strange. Just all these, all these tricks of a wizard, and all this time, and a couch, holding it closed. Clue. It closed. Well, there was also the lock. That's a good point. Wizard would not use a couch. Where am I from? Where am I from now? What accent is this? We're all <laughs> listening. Well, I think for, you're Welsh now. We're all listening for if you switch to Australian. I was about to say that's what everyone's there. everyone's it's nervous about. New Zealand. Good Frozen picture. Oh, that, he looks so happy in his. Does everyone see the same frozen image I do? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we can just leave him there. Great. It's it looked down. like maybe the next one was not going to be door because he looks like he's really proud of the like the line he's saying. Haunted house. My camera looks haunted right now. I'm going to turn on the light. Yeah, it's because your your lights are off. Okay, the inside of the tower. Oh, let's get the actual minis on the board in their spots. Oh, yeah. Since everyone is now here. I'll be here. I uh, don't have a mini, but I do have the, uh, the, the one I use for my ghost skeleton, which I can use that at the moment. Uh, the yeah, what's your can? ghost skeleton? Or my ghost, my the ghost, the spirit hammer, the ghost. What is oh, spirit the hammer spirit hammer? Stone. I see. The ghost I see. hammer. Well, let me. Um, Which I think is that ghost hammer IPA. You need yes. something else. Stone ghost we hammer. We have a picture IPA. of a as much time warforged. That'd be fine. Just a yeah. Default do, you, do you have the link to your hero forge thing? If you just send it to me real quick, I'll pull it into the board. Uh, yeah. Let me see if I can grab uh, put that it real in quick. Discord, if you will. The link. Hero forge. Drop the H's. Well, damn it, I just left the channel, which unpopped out my video, which means I need to put it back so that it can go onto the stream. Haunted house. Haunted house. House. I can't do it. Share. Link is almost ready. Share jaw. Copy. Best app. Perfect. That that is Australian. You went straight to Australian there. Not in oh, this Discord. Learn cocktail. Right. I, I, uh, I will throw it in general. Crikey. Or Perfect. players only. We'll do either one. 
Dan, how does uh, oil vein like to there cook you go. Shima? Thank what? you. How does he like to cook a shrimp on some kind of um, outdoor grilling device? <laughs> some sort of grill. A kebab? Some sort some kind of, of haunted bar- grill. Barbecue? <laughs> grill house. for a barbecue. Grill house. There we go. Uh, he has less of a harsh voice. It's a very friendly cockney. It's a soft, gentle cockney. It's not. It's You're more like Bert than it is Jason Statham. All right, I've almost got Sam's guy in, and not as weathered second. as Michael Caine. Okay, where is the? Ha! Here we go. Who are you, Doctor? Who? How much for him? <laughs> that doggy in the window. Okay. L sound can sometimes like the W. L. Okay, I've almost got this guy. Ah. Hell. Cockney accent is a little more of a W, so it's hell. Oh, yeah. Are yep, you like, yep. looking up how the to do w it? The W at the end does. I'm watching a video during great. this session. Hell. Or Yolton watched Ew. some magic. Perfect. Like, I got I'm, Sam's. I'm going to watch Barry Actually, oh, yeah, they specifically, call out, Dyke, it, they specifically call out Bert as an American imposter of a cockney yeah, accent. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Don't talk but like him. We are literally Phil. American imposters. Phil. So. Your friend oh, Phil okay. is Phil. Okay. He has to do the accent well, Eric. dance Eric might be back. and sing. So. Dan, you are going to sing this session, right? Uh oh. Every day's the day of Mary. We're gonna now check to see how this works. TTS. One three six nine. Water. Water. Battle. This guy is so much angrier Battle. than Oil Vein is. It's an what angry if? Cockney accent. Hey, there we go. What a little gentleman. What a it's little a gentleman of... in this own house. Okay, so house. one three six house. nine. One three six nine now has a token on the board. <gasps> nice. <gasps> Noise. Noise. That is from uh, Hero Forge. Actually, they they added a. Uh, it's a new feature that is. Oh. That they're working on right now called the token maker, where you can design your character in Hero Forge. You can even color them using the new color just system. Makes a picture. And then you can and... create a token. They got all these borders oh, and all these cool. poses, and you can control where the camera is. And set it up like you could do that manually before if you you know if you yeah. had some Photoshop skills, but now they just have a way to get that officially and for them to make a little money on it. Because if you're just screenshotting it out of the preview, you're you're kind of using a you know a bunch of what they a built. resource and not uh, well, using it. But right now it's I've just free for anyone that backed the Kickstarter. Yes. There you go, Sam. Oh, oh you got a little dude. And it's your, your, it's your actual guy, Governor. Perfect. I put him, I put him with the wood border and the forest because I figure he's like native to this city. Works for me. Um. Okay. It. Here we go. Let's. Uh, is so Eric back? back? But I have to. I had to reboot my whole router. Like the internet just went like Ooh. crap. Oh. Oh. oh I'm so I'm on wireless now. But uh, yeah, keep going. Well, we heard Q say um, that you don't think we could have gotten through that. No, basically, what he said was, basically, he elaborated on his falsehoods and said, actually, it was nice that you you created a diversion, but I couldn't open the door. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. So he tried to go very in. Very clever, Q. Very clever. Yes. Excellent. You did. Um, okay, let me go ahead and so we've got the map. with Bearjaw and uh, the Green Wizard, of course. Uh, we do need a figure for Q. Should make him yeah. in uh, Hero Forge while did we... Did you make a Hero Forge already by any chance? Because I can make it. Uh, I didn't. I'm happy to this week, but I did not. Can okay. we make it this this creepy skull on fire for a ghost? I can't related? see that because I have no internet. So I trust you, Kaylin. You have great design. Okay, he's <laughs> gonna be the ghostly skull. Although no, I'm gonna use that for the ghosts because I don't have a ghost. That's perfect for the ghosts. My skull turned against me. A man with a cloak, perhaps. Okay, I can work on that. You gonna make just a quick man with a cloak? Hero Forge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cloak. There's outfits on Hero Forge that are pretty quick to use. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's get a little bit of the inside here. Uh, the inside of the ter- uh, uh, of the tower here, which you see on the board. Once uh, Eric gets in, you'll see it as well. And position your minis where you're actually being, by the way. I'll, let me just give the description, then you can decide what you're doing. So I'm there. The interior of Humphrey Dumfries Tower. Uh, is a sharp contrast to its outer appearance. Immediately inside the door is a grand, elaborate work desk, as you can see there, strewn with papers, open books, upended quill pots. Uh, one pot of ink has been knocked to the floor, leaving a big uh, navy blue ink stain on the intricately decorated carpet featuring an owl. And behind the desk is a large carved door. Antechambers to the left and right feature massive bookcases built into the walls, holding shelves upon shelves of what most certainly is arcane and historical tomes. Hmm. For the first time, I'm glad Baron is near here. He'd burn these books. He'd burn them. (laughs) There is no motion inside the tower. Are we hmm. seeing more flitting ghosts no, at all? No, there's no motion inside the tower currently. Okay. So no, no, um, you don't you don't see any uh, any. What's ghosts the lighting? Or... Are there windows, or is That's it dark a good or dim? Question. It um. No, it's, I mean, pr- it's made, for, made for privacy. So uh, it does not have windows, and most of the walls are oh. blocked by bookcases uh, anyway. It is, uh, prelim- it is lit by windows above the bookcases that were not there on the outside. They emit what looks oh. like uh, natural... Uh, you know, filtered sunlight through sort of uh, like what, like frosted like glass, a restaurant. and it's just all around. Um, but there's or a casino. But you know, from seeing the outside <laughs> of the tower, that these must be magically enchanted to provide light. But there's no mm. clocks in here, nice. so we just keep gambling. So it's uh, bright light. Marvel. Yeah, so it's bright. It's bright light. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll believe there's going to be a source of uh, the magic that's inflicting this place. Well, before and, we get begin our research, we should find it. It's not built spooky so far, right? Correct. Like, it's not like statues of ghosts and things. No. Okay. No, no ghost statues. Uh, so, big door here. Um, Drusen's going to step up to the desk 
and kind of cast his eyes about and see what was most recently written and see if there's any clues there to why Humphrey Dumphrey left this place. So Drusen starts looking through the papers. On yeah, the he's desk. not what touching him. He's, he's just, just, just looking. Just observing. Oh, Anga is there with them too. As an owl, I think. Uh, yeah, so as you're, as you're taking a look, you can see that the, the tower is a mess. Like as you as you're as you're looking at this desk, there are papers and books are strewn about all over the place. Um, the first impression that you get from that desk is that if Humphrey didn't sh- scatter these papers all about, the ghosts certainly did. And trying to make heads or tails of what was like most recently on the desk uh, mm-hmm. is challenging. There's papers stained with um, pa- papers stained with. Uh, ink you can't you do see a little glimpse of a piece of paper that looks like it could have been more recent and it uh it lists out fruits and vegetables and some uh supplies to be purchased from the general store uh you see another uh parchment that is listed with page numbers and book titles Hmm. but the shopping list would be at least five years old yes page numbers and book titles um he will carefully. Books. What is everyone else doing while Jerson is doing? Carefully this? grab that page. By the way, ah. I'm ah. looking for anything dangerous. So you're on guard. Roll a perception check. Perception check. Which one do I have? Well, Van thinks this is really cool. Check. He looks like he's really into it. He's having fun. Where's my person? Proper okay, adventure. that's a plus five. No bonus on that one. I hope you are all looking into the eyes of this carpet owl. I did see that. Mm-hmm. Nine is plus five. I have Aurora's a fourteen. So sad. Sorry, what was the total? Fourteen. Fourteen for bear jaw. I see that. Oh, one three six nine is uh, kind of just heading in to look around a bit. Yeah, uh, it is just looking around just sort of turning this way and that and says the the decorations inside are very nice <laughs> I've never been in um, I caught a glimpse from the outside once or twice in all well, of your time working here he never let you into the tower he was very private that he was one of the more curious wizards that I have conversed with, but that is a pretty low bar when it comes to wizards. <laughs> and she looks directly at Jerusalem as she says that. Oh. Who's well, maybe observant, but I'm choosing to ignore that. <laughs> um, um, I'm happy to roll perception as well, if you'd like. Yes, yeah, if you're looking around, yeah, thank you for reminding me. Uh, roll of perception. Do we have that marker for uh, Eric's character? I'm working on it. I'm almost done. You're getting it. I, we can also uh, just grab one of these guys for the I'll roll perception with advantage. With inspiration. Inspiration percentage. Here, inspiration. You're, you'll use Gloam for now, Eric. Yeah. That's going to be 12 plus 7, 19. 19. And I have used the inspiration die. The inspiration die has been used. It shall be passed. Cast the die. Five. That will be the hudge. 
Schmiegel. That is Eric. All right. Quillet is specifically looking for corpses. And he's trying to actively make sure he is not drawing suspicious attention to himself as he does this. Like he's trying to hide it? Or he's trying to do it like this isn't a big deal? No. He's trying to look around as if he's not looking for corpses, even though that's exactly what he's doing. How does I would one want to know someone with an 18 in insight. How would that person even know that someone is looking for corpses when exploring a new building? A lot of sniffing, maybe? <laughs> just, just, ah, uh, yes. People usually have this involuntary... Uh, his tell is, someone says, I found something, and he says, Is it a corpse? Is it a dead <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the kind of conversation I wanted, but I'm going to go with the sniff test. No, man, There's perhaps it's a book. An... There's perhaps like a uh, an unusual amount of kind of like odorous kind of wafting as he goes and and begins his search for the presence of dead things. Uh, this is Q. Okay, I've got your token. You so give me one. One three six nine notices your sniffing and says, "I have no sense of smell." Oh, he says, "You will probably not help me." And then, like, realizes he's maybe given a clue and clams again. Oh, shit. It does mean that 1369 is an expert at going to the market. Uh, hang on. Did anyone click anything? I'm going to click undo. True. Oh, I'm God. Click undo. Don't this click anything. Be, anyway. uh, Two 1369s. They're duplicating. This might Can't break believe things. You did undo. Just don't move. Nobody move. What are you doing, honey? Oh, and it broke the music. I shouldn't have done it. Oh, it's back. Okay. should never... Ah, never. Stack back. music back. back. And you're gonna be in trouble. Are you... I hear music. I just, yeah, I I just replayed it, it. I just started playing it again. Uh, the undo okay. didn't work. I accidentally deleted Gloam, and it'll just be annoying to get him back later if we want him. But whatever. I figured he was you... dead. Yeah. Uh, Maybe by the time dead. Gloam comes back into our story, we'll be able to be playing in person. We can play with a physical miniature. They said they were gonna give him an easy rest on the way back to Sword Coast. They pushed him, and he died. Oh, poor Gloom. Uh, here's you, Eric. Mistakes are made. Thank you. You got a little, right you got a little dude designed by, uh, designed by Kalen. Cloaked man. That says one three six nine. That says one three six nine. Well, you can. Oh my God. It. You may change the name yourself, much as Sam did for his. Okay. I didn't do that. Someone else did. Nah, man. Really? Everyone in this town is just I didn't a different that. robot. It wasn't me. I said it because okay. he was unnamed. Drewston. So just. Let's go towards this door. As Q's token hits the board, Ding. creating more of an opportunity for combat to be done without uh, ah. trouble. <laughs> you had until Q's token was created. Uh, so yeah, as Drewston is looking over the papers uh, and like others are down. beginning to uh, explore, the strange blue wisp of smoke comes flying out of this uh, of this big ornate door behind the desk and immediately and without warning hang on I'm trying to start some music as I say the next line but it doesn't normally take this long to start playing there is. 
What's he going to do, guys? Well, he's going to attack. Huh? I hope it's party music. What's going on? Just set this up. Be the eight-bit announcement music. That's a yeah. different one. That's the one. There we go. Someday we'll have a whole campaign that takes place. With them. We can only hope we live that long. Here we go. The ghost comes flying out. Where did I put my ghosts? I had a bunch of ghosts. Ooh, you undid them. Yeah, don't tell Gregory. No, they're over here. They're over here. Where's here, please? Ah, I see him. Couldn't find him. All right, the bluish wisp of smoke comes flying just through the door like it's not even physical as as it... Uh, increases in size uh, uh, and gets larger and larger, filling about a five-foot diameter. A big bulbous, um, a big bulbous, uh, not quite a sphere. As you see, there's kind of like a bump where the head might be, and uh, little stubby, uh, little stubby arms and feet, mostly just from a big bulbous body. I just realized I described a boo from Mario, and that's now what it is. Oh, Big Hero 6, also a good one. Oh, yeah. And uh, it comes out, and it makes a noise as it moves in to attack. So roll initiative. Also, why did it say that? Roll initiative. All right, it's been a while since we've done initiative. been a very long time since we've done initiative in tabletop simulators. Since the beginning of the... Which are the... Not witches fight. Septicemia. Septicemia. Ooh, good one. Okay. Dan, are you keeping Who's, track of initiatives? Uh, yes. Say your numbers. Nope. Put it in chat. Just, just oh, yell them all. Put it in chat. We'll How also say I it out loud chat. for the sake of the uh, listeners. Yes. How do we chat again? Enter. 21. A bunch of people. 18. 8. An initiative in quite a I know it's been a while since we've done it in this new thing. Uh, and okay, just for now, uh, Greg, can you duplicate uh, some of the blue things for me and put the names of the new people on them? They're not all Baron. I refuse to play with an all Baron party. Why well, just duplicated them? <laughs> Why is the grid so humongous over here? Uh, it's very weird next because it's next to the um, initiative ah. thing. So we don't have. We have Justin. Oh, you wanted to, like, Oil keep vein. the known ones? Well, well, yeah, I'm just pushing them aside, but now we... Okay, we have All right, I just I created a bunch of blue ones, so you got so, them now. Yeah. Uh, no, can you name them after the characters? Uh, okay. I mean, just one, Thank two. You. One, three, six. Eric, uh, looks like you're not going to be in this combat, because I heard you say it out loud, but not type into the chat. Hey! Still... Let's see, uh, you see Scrim Corn It's just Q and 1369, those are the only ones. Cool. Yeah. These guys are over. Um. All 
right. Where? I like the initiative tracker thing over here. Uh, it's so manual. And you put the, uh, what's the bad guy, Greg? The bad guy is uh, 10. Uh, Sam, reroll. Okay. It's uh, a total of nine, uh, no, not nine, 11. Okay. You win. Uh, and then <clears throat> Bearjaw was, it's been a while since we've done this. 21. And where's, okay, so you are, wonk, wonk. Is that a bad guy, Greg? 10. 10. Thank you're right here then. Okay, Bear Jaws up with dressing on deck. All right, okay. so I, as this, I almost never get to be first. As this big, portly ghost comes floating out, making indistinguishable noises, Bear Jaw is quickest on her feet, who is already scanning the room, ready to act should such That's an event true. occur. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, yeah, Bear Jaw is just gonna heft her hammer up in the air, give it a little spin. The... Let's see if this works. And she just throws it at the ghost. How corporeal is it? And it's gonna be an 11 plus. Oh god. Uh, that's 18 total. 18 total. Oh, let me. I gotta get used to getting to my stats here. 18 will hit. Oh boy! And throne damage is it's a windy. Is it the windy ten plus seven? I think that's you get the two dice, no. don't you? No, that's yeah. two. The throne dice. I think the windy uh, ten is if you're uh, two-handing the hammer. Well, my 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 character sheet changed a little recently, so I don't see all the information I used to. Um, I'll just do a quick checky check. No, it's just one d one d eight plus seven. That's what it says. Except if it's you thrown, throw it, you get oh, an extra oh, oh. damage. If the target is a giant, I get two d8. That's different. So you got to read the description of the of the hammer of all souls. That's where the extra comes in. You want me to read the description? Okay. No, I mean you can, uh, again, but you can just know that it's an extra one. So, uh, uh, when you hit with a ranged attack using this weapon, it deals an extra one d8 damage. Great. That it? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, they don't have it here that's weird it used to it's your custom okay. yeah the custom seven. weapon that was the throne version of it so the stats were convenient is not there my, my d8 this is a d8 and this is a d8 okay plus seven yeah seven plus seven okay 14 14 and this is a magical weapon it is a magical well, uh, weapon. And when you give damage, yeah. please always do the damage type, if you would. It helps me. Sorry, bludgeoning. 14, you said? Mm-hmm. 14 bludgeoning damage. I hit One. you with my magic hammer. Okay, damage is not... There it is, 14. Okay, I haven't used this initiative, this combat tracker in a while, so now I'm struggling. Okay, we're all learning, relearning. Uh, does Bearjaw do anything else? Um, well, I want to see what it... Uh, okay, yeah. So she what does it look like when I hit it? Throws it the like hammer it at anything? it. 
it go it the hammers slowed down as the magical energy that uh, you've become very accustomed to in the hammer of all souls catches some of this ethereal uh, body along with it tearing it out from the other side as the hammer flies through damaged. the body and it looks enraged it grows in size just a smidgen as it turns its big uh, its big bulbous head towards you and eyes appear in its head lump. Oh, cool. Um, okay, Just so black as, circles. as this damage mm. is revealed, Bearjaw uh, does a does a little leap over this um, this desk. Mid leap, the hammer comes back. She catches it. Mid leap, kind of lands here, like crushes the chair. Because there's this chair, she just completely, that thing just is, if, if it's at all fragile, she crushes it. Um, and then throws the hammer again to hopefully inflict uh, more damage to it. That's a plus 11 again. Oh, Ooh, well. Oh, is that a 20? That's a nat 20 right there. Um, hit. Now we get to slow this down even more because I get to see what my what my weapon does on a on a crit. I, I think feel on a like crit, I... you just roll the damage die twice, so I yep. believe yeah, you're gonna I, roll, I... roll four d8s. Yep, your weapon doesn't do anything special. Oh, I could have sworn I had a feat or something that did that, but oh, okay. well, you might have a feat or something that does something. Ah, uh, yeah, but I wouldn't know how to look it up. So I thought your yeah. feats were just tavern brawler. Yeah, it's just tavern brawler. So it doesn't <laughs> do anything with this. Okay, folks. Um, so, ma- so it's just roll twice. So four d eight. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. Twist my arm. One, two, uh, three, and four. Shut the door. But only add seven to one of them. So, or the or the lot. The lot. Yeah. It's twenty two plus seven, so that's uh, twenty nine. 29 additional damage to this guy. That's pretty good roll. That's Overall. really good. And uh, this time, as the ha- as she as Bearjaw leaps over the desk, crushes the chair, and throws it again. This time, the hammer just strikes the ghost, just hits it straight on, <laughs> slamming it backwards. As it almost sounds like it lets out a breath of air as it <laughs> uh, hits yeah. it right in its big portly body as it flies back and returns to bear jaw yeah flies back and returns to bear jaw dan who's up next trusting the ghosts on deck uh greg i have a dm question for you go for it Um, i am the dm so i i can answer that one if i cast entangle would this ghost be affected by it it just says uh creatures in its area but i assume something flying above the entangle zone would not be affected by it so would this specific ghost be affected by something like an entangle spell i don't know what the you gotta tell me what the so basically spell is it if i cast a spell that caused vines to shoot from the ground are you gonna say ah the ghost is flying 10 feet above the ground no no he, he's he's flying cool. low to the ground he, he's essentially Excellent. he's essentially oh. on the ground but he is floating so as Berja leaps over the desk Drewston rolls over the desk in nice. the other direction. <laughs> we we <laughs> um, And he takes out something he hasn't taken out in a while. Um, um, 
Has that Tristan is... dealt with uh, ghosts? No. In his room delving? Spectral... No, no, no. Uh, maybe uh, uh, spectral forms before, but never ghosts that could actually hurt him. Oh, but okay. thinking about it, maybe they can't hurt Interesting. Okay, we'll do something else then. Uh, it's spectral form. He changes plans. Aha! And he says, uh, oh, it's, it is floating currently. And he says, Onga, uh, help Merchon. And Anga swoops in and lands on Bearjaw's shoulder, and he's going to cast Fly on Bearjaw, just in case yeah, this thing the flying zooms away. Um, and big, so uh, a green glow encompasses Bearjaw's body as Anga lends some of her power to her, and two big owl wings sprout. Nice. Uh, and then uh, that was Bearjaw's turn. And mm-hmm. Anga is then going to, uh, after doing that, uh, fly back over. And she is going to use the help action. Um, specifically targeting 1369. Mm. Um uh, she goes in and just starts like swooping, maybe even through this thing's body. And Jusen is going to say, One, three, six, nine. If you have combat capabilities, uh, Meowl is distracting it. Uh, and that's his turn. Uh, before we jump on the ghosts, uh, you finished Justin's turn and you said that's Bear Jaw's turn. You did. Drink, 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 something. drink, drink. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt your flow. Respect the rules. <laughs> it is the ghosts with... Bear, uh, Drewston thinks of himself as... Q <laughs> With Q on there. We all do. He, she, we, bear, cha. So ghosts, thank you. Okay. Give me a second, because this thing can cast spells, so... That's Ooh! Oh! <laughs> yeah, is it so... Oilvein has access to so many different spells, probably because of his damn staff. <laughs> that staff increased his uh, spell capabilities quite a bit. Yeah. How do you tell if something? It has nine different spells it can cast. It's ridiculous. Oh, it is okay. There's concentration. I gotcha. Um. All right. It, uh, as it is floating there, it, its gaze is on bear jaw as it, uh, looks two, like just perfectly, like two perfect black discs for eyes just pasted Mm. right on its, uh, on its misty form or it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, misty form. It points one of its tiny little arms at Bearjaw, and a beam of blue energy shoots out, is kind of arcing a, a bit chaotically. Break? Yes, it is casting a spell. I'll take a reaction. Okay. <laughs> cast counter spell as a reaction. Okay, as what level? A third level. Alright, so that automatically uh, counters a spell that is third or lower, is that right? Uh, Yes. Okay, in that case, it counters it. 
So as it's a ray of enfeeblement, beam, uh, level ooh, two As that beam that was flame, going towards Berta, Drusen whips out Zulmar's uh, hourglass and turns it over, and beams of energy go out from the hourglass and hit the beam coming from the ghost. And it's like a force of will as like sweat is pouring down Drusen's face, and then. Zoop, the beam is forced back into the ghost. All right. <laughs> That's annoying. Uh, and the ghost will then fly up. Well, actually, no, this place isn't tall enough to provide. Nah, it just uh, so what the what the ghost does is after its spell is counterspell, it flies towards the bookcase uh, right next to it, slams into it as books clatter to the ground. It then uh, it then shoves itself down towards the ground, disappearing slightly into it, and then popping back up as books again fly up from the ground, scattering through the air. One slams onto the ground, breaking the binding. Why does this guy hate books so much? Uh, and it books. mostly just kind of should have allowed it to talk about uh, It's the ghost of Bairn destroying books. But two of the books, as it slams, as it as it flies up, and the books go scattering. Two of them fly up into the air, but then uh, but then don't come back down as they're just floating in midair, and then. They start opening and closing, flapping their pages, uh, flapping their pages as they, uh, as the books have a menacing appearance. Uh, and they are combatants on the board. Oi, book bats! Should we enter them into the initiative? Yeah, let's have, uh, let's have them go at a different spot. Let me just roll an initiative just because it's more interesting when it's a little split up. On the book bats. Uh, they'd be at 12. Okay, I can do that. That will be going uh, right before Q. That'll be going now. Well, then put so, them oh. below Q, because okay. I will arbitrarily lower their initiative so that there's a little I more like splitting it. up of book the bats actions. I need a token for the book bats, so I'll work on that. So glad we're calling them book bats. I could probably wait. No, I wasn't calling them book bats. Ah, oh, you tricked me. They use. That is the ghost's turn. Cool. Is that next? Q? They locate enemies using the Dewey Decimal System. Um, <laughs> Q with Q's book bats on deck. Q Quinn. looks around a little bit hesitantly, always a bit nervous about how he's being perceived by others, but has seen already a display of remarkable powers and uh, in great bravery and disregard for the danger. He feels, he feels that he actually might fit in a little bit with this sort of crowd. Without a, another moment to waste, just whoosh, sheds the Holocaust cloak, revealing someone covered in strange-shaped tattoos and black kind of leather garb with a with kind of a, a tarnished you know, breastplate over him, and on his back kind of a small buckler with a, it seems dented but has a kind of a swirl pattern on it that's all all, all blackened, and he pulls it kind of off his back and then raises his arm to the book bats and unleashes two gouts of kind of misty necrotic energy that fly northward 
at them. And so I'm going to be doing a ranged attack on these book bats. How far away are they? Uh, well, I'm putting them on the board right now, as you'll be able to see them. What a great mini. Oh, oh no. Oh, did that do something weird? Uh-oh. I should not have clicked update. What do you, what's happening to you Reloaded the whole board. Yeah, reloading the board. I cannot Back. believe that reloads the whole board. The music is... also stopped. I got the music. It's going again. My immersion. <gasps> oh, okay, oh my god, that's that. great. My immersion. Do you like, you like the book bats? There they are. Yeah, they're yeah, great. They're really good. They're, they're floating. Yeah, I'm really quite happy oh, nice. with them. All right. Uh, so they're right. They're right there. They're um um, you know, they're they're 20 feet away from you. Q. Yeah. Uh, Q will fire at them with his rays of misty necrotic energy. And I will use my inspiration die on the nice. first attack. Nice. Here's against the first book bat. And that will be, wow, two sevens. <laughs> that will oh a three and a four. That will be a three and a four. Uh, plus, uh, so I think the largest one is a four plus eight is a twelve. Oh, uh, a twelve is enough. Nice. Um, and then I just don't want to get one of a one of these guys. Okay, and the, against the other one, that will be a twenty-six. A twenty-six damage or to hit? To hit. Oh, to These hit. are two separate attacks. Oh, oh, then that will definitely hit. Yeah, of course. Perfect. Um, great. Then they will each. I will. I will roll some dice and give it to you in a sec. Damn dice! There we go. One. All right. I think is it separate? No, it's on. Yeah, separate attacks. Okay, so the first, let's say the first attack is eight damage. The second attack is seven damage. All right, they are both dead. As the uh, <laughs> what, what was the attack? What was it that you shot with? These were kind of rays of misty black energy, and they did force damage. They just as they just like concussively just like punched through these these flying books. Yeah, just punched right through the books, and uh, parts of the pages just turned to dust as they are slammed with this energy, and they just <laughs> fall to the ground. Uh, Lifeless or animatedless. Seeing the destroyed books, Oil quickly looks over to see how Dresden's reacting. Is he okay? Single tear. Not Single tear. And, and, uh, and then uh, Q calls out to the spirit. He says, "What is your quarrel, spirit? Speak to us." Uh, tell me a little bit about your ability to. Your ability slash your experience with uh, speaking with ghosts. Flashback. Yeah, so Q... In fact, you could do it in a flashback if you feel up to it, but that might be too much. You can just explain Flashback it. to <laughs> 20 years ago, Q entering Rebel's Lift under curious circumstances. Much as your arrival was unheralded, unexpected, he simply arrived at this place um, without much kind of, you know, heralding or, 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 or um, connection, connection to the town. And then over the, over these months and years has kind of taken an interesting place in the town where he is one that has been able to regularly make connections 
with past loved ones. He's able to cast Speak with the Dead at will. And that allows him to raise a spirit from a corpse that and, and ask it five questions, have a conversation with it. Um, this ability and his kind of just uh, his, his intentions for the town have created a, a bit of a following. You could, you could see it as just a service for those townspeople who are interested in kind of making connections with past loved ones or answering some, some unanswered questions, perhaps. He helps, he helps kind of people with the, these passings and isn't particularly religious, but is, has become like a service available that people know of. And people have different opinions of this, but he is regularly, regularly someone who provides this uh, on behalf of, of, of those who have died. And uh, and that that is what it and he's kind of got this unofficial title, the Remembrance of Revel's Lift, for he helps those remember things lost when they need to speak with their dead loved ones, um, or perhaps answer questions that maybe enemies have taken to the grave. And it is it's become his 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 odd role and his odd trade in this fairly large town. Uh, he is a hexblade warlock, and he has connections <laughs> to the Shadowfell. Okay, so when he asks this uh, ghost, is he just speaking to her or is he casting a spell? Yeah, he's simply casting it. The speak with the dead ritual requires a corpse and he summons the spirit connected to that corpse. Hence him looking for corpses. Oh, but he so himself, he's not casting it. He's not casting it. He himself is, is personally motivated to lay yeah. the spirits at rest and his practices are around this kind of objective that he takes quite seriously. And so in that in that. From that place, he he inquires as to the unrest of these spirits here and their hostility towards uh, towards us who have entered. He asks, and it, this big blue ghost uh, quivers in response, and you hear a. It's a response that, given all of quarrels, quarrels, quit quilt. Quillid, Quillid, as Quillid's experience uh, does not prepare him for this response. Um, no. It is, uh, it is uncharacteristic. It is, uh, it is strange Garble. and bizarre and different and not normal for ghosts. Very well. Turn over. Hmm. Who's next? These friends. Uh, I believe that is uh, one three six nine with oil van on deck. Um, the book bats are all dead, right? No more pop up. Just yeah, the two are dead. Eliminated. One three six nine goes unt unta and strikes at the ghost. So with first its attack has advantage. First attack has advantage. Swell. Oh, let's roll that first one. Uh, so that's going to be a nine plus, what's that number? Plus eight, 17. You got it. Sweet. Um, he is also going to spend a key point. He's a monk. Yeah, it's a monk. Queen. Uh, for do a stunning strike. It has to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, it makes a constitution saving throw. Okay, let me check it. DC 15. All right. This portly ghost 
does not have a lot of constitution. Ooh. Ooh. What was the DC? The luck of the dead. 15. You got a 16. Oh. You're a natural 15. Uh, you got a 16. That's okay. I will get you damage on that one in a second. And let me see. Next attack. He then strikes in again with his mighty fists. I love... Uh, I love a construct just punching with its terrifying body. Yeah. Uh, 18. AC. That hits, I assume? Uh, 18 AC will hit. Yeah, he's got a 14. Okay, I, that's I put it on two the hits. Of the guy. Another stunning strike attempt. DC 15. DC 15? That'll mm-hmm. hit. No, no. I'm, a- I'm attacking you, and I think I hit you again. Should and I'm attempting to stunning strike you again. DC 15. Oh, 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 oh that DC 15. Sorry, I thought, yes. I thought it was attack DC, which of course wouldn't be DC. That'll only be a seven. Stunning strike. Perfect. Stunning strike. Yep. You're so I believe it is now stunned. You've stunned a spirit. Uh, and then well, a... You, you tell me what happens. I, I don't. <laughs> Good question. Let me pull that up. Uh, monk class, class features. The feature says affects all non Stunning strike. Uh, or be stunned. A stunned creature is incapacitated, can't move and can't Okay, so can it's Orby stunned. It is Orby stunned. Orby stunned. Sorry, I just, you never read the ability, so I wasn't uh, Sorry. sure. Uh, until the end of my next turn. To the end of your next turn, stunned. Stunned, specifically. Stunned, specifically. Wow. That is the condition. This guy is immune to a lot of conditions. That is not one of them. Okay, cool. And then attack rolls also have advantage. So then as a bonus action, he then attacks a third time. Blurry. And then that'll be a 19 plus something. So that should definitely hit. Okay, so I got three damage rolls coming your way. And those are each 1d6 plus four. So one, two, three. Or do you have advantage? when someone's done. That's true. Everyone does. So that's going to be 11 plus three attacks all hit. So that would be 12. So 23. It's bludgeoning damage, but my fists are considered magical weapons for the purposes of Aha, of uh, damage reduction things. So you said 23 damage. But 23 had, damage. That Was that all the attacks? Because you'd rolled a that ton. Was, that was three sources. I, I, I basically did all the attacks and whether I hit or miss, and then I Great. Yeah, I added that all up. Perfect. So Thank you. From three sources. And yeah, so it counts as from a magical attack, not a non-magical attack. Not a m- non-magical attack. Got it. Yes. He is, uh, the, the, the ghost is, One, is two, three, shaken, four, vibrating. Back over here. Ah, and you disappear around the corner. As you head on over there around the corner, you do get a closer look at a strange sight uh, that is right next to you currently. Um, It is a freestanding door. A freestanding door, like just a door frame sitting in the air. Yes, with a a door that is closed. With a door on it that's closed. Okay. Hmm. That is not a thing that 1369 has ever seen before, except in a construction yard where they had doors for sale. <laughs> doors for sale. <laughs> the 
Dots for sale. I'm glad you caveated that. Never seen a freestanding oh, door. I, I mean, except for every here. time I go to Home Depot, then I see a lot of freestanding Freshly doors. But, you know, doors. normally, no freestanding doors. Not installed in someone's house. <laughs> How many kinds of things could you say you, you never see that except at Home Depot, though? I mean, I mean like... A lot of things. A lot of fucking things. Number. Uh, Wait, that. I've yeah, never seen 20 lawnmowers all at the same time. I mean, except for Home Depot. That needs I mean, to be an ad campaign. I keep like moving the, the, the dials and the, the sink doesn't, the water doesn't flow. I never see that. Except at Home Depot. <laughs> see a cement truck. I've never seen that much cement. I mean, but let's be real. Like, I've seen that much cement before. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank so, you. So, yes, 1369 does all this with uh, very rapid, sudden, unusual looking movements. Um, is yeah. it the robot? Yes, that is the. Think, think like iRobot. Or not iRobot. Yeah, iRobot, I think. Yeah, the, the, way I, the way I picture his attacks is that, like, I don't even know how you describe it. That that classic visual effect, I, I guess it's in, like, video games a lot, where he's got, mm -hmm. like, four punches, and they're all coming in at the same time, and it's just a blur, mm -hmm. and then he's just somewhere else before they're even done. Yeah. A lot of that. <laughs> it's mechanical, though, like, tink, 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 tink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. 1369. Who's after 1369? Oi! Thanks, 13! And then. <laughs> oil vein. Oil vein from down under. Oh no! So it is his. Oi Oil Vein's version of Drustin's Neri? He says, he says Oi a fair He's amount. He's referring he to himself, that's, I thought. It's that's, like Oi. Like, Oi! Oil is here. Alright, okay, keep going. Sorry. Um, That is. I don't have a sentence to get into his voice. I only have that word. And power. Like uh, Cass Dunlin. Uh, so uh, he holds up the staff, which is embedded in his oil arm, and he points it, and a chaotic-looking bolt flies out of the staff. Oh, you're having to look through all of his spells. His spells, his spells are ridiculous. He can do so many different things. But for a straight-up attack, I understand why he uses Chaos Bolt so much. It's... It just... Anyway. Uh, okay, so, attack roll. I'm going to empower this, but first normal you attack You should roll. have advantage because your target, the ghost, is stunned. Thank you. I'm going to do... First roll, I'm just going to roll this twice. First one was a seven. The second one is a... Four, so it's gonna be seven plus ten. It's seventeen. AC. Seventeen AC will hit. Also, who has the inspiration right now? Oh, uh, we didn't reroll. Uh, I used it on my turn. Yeah, roll that now. Um, okay. Because I have to decide whether or not I reroll these. I am going to. I think I have to choose beforehand. It's empowering you, this Dan. spell. <gasps> Beautiful. All right. Then I'll have that over here. But I already have advantage. Always so it's been you, Dan. Timing. Uh, I'm gonna roll these. And then I get to re-roll up to four dice. So I'm going to re-roll. And I'm only rolling four here. Oh, um, first off, the first one here is going to be the damage type. It's a one. We're going to come back to that later. So I'm going to re-roll <laughs> this. Actually, I'm going to re-roll all of them because they were all less than half. Up, up. You get to re-roll on less than half? No, I get to re-roll four dice, but I have to take the second result. Now, if I have a bunch of dice, uh, I could choose, but I have four dice, so it's uh, a little complicated. Okay, so... Now, this looks like it is 10 plus 16, 19. Well, no, it's more complicated than that. It is some... Uh, what's the first type of damage? Is it all? It is all type of, it's the same type of damage. This is poison damage. 
acid. No, I'm sorry, it's acid. A, a drop of water with a skull in it is acid. It is 19 acid damage coming at the ghost. 19 acid damage coming at ghost the ghost. Ghost starts tripping balls. Is that the one that bounces to other people and if you roll the same type twice, it does extra damage or something? If you roll the same number on the D8s, yeah. I But I did not roll the same number on the D8s. Ah, All right. I gotcha. But so as the bad. bolt flies forward to uh, to the ghost. The, it explodes into a splash of acid all over the ghost. About half the acid just harmlessly flies through the oh. ghost, uh, melting some books behind it. One of the books that had fallen... No, the book that had fallen to the floor with the broken binding gets the worst of the splash as it just melts into nothingness. <laughs> Oi! I'm sorry! <laughs> There's more where that came from, ghost! It is resistant to acid damage. Resistant to acid. So next time, don't roll a one. Uh, definitely not. And real quick, I just need to check if... Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it there. I'm not going to scrounge for his weird other abilities. <laughs> I do some drow stuff. Trick right. complete. I believe that's the end of the initiative. Taita Kasiqua. Um... Taita Kasiqua will, uh, let's see, she will, well, I mean, you guys should uh, get some say in here. So we, I realized just as this fight was beginning, we haven't actually defined, like, the, what I would like to do for Taita is make the legendary and signature pair that we mm. had for the, um, the... It's a great idea. Why can't I remember their group? I was in the Hands of Ale. Because I think yeah. it worked really well for that fight. I liked it. I think it was good. We wouldn't want five different characters that have that in every fight, but I think yeah. for, for Taita, for, a, for kind of a main combat NPC that's doing that, we should do that. However, we don't have it defined today. Um, the simplest is that she can just provide aid while we give her some good flavor for contributing yeah. to the fight. Um, I remember she was figuring out her combat abilities before. Had she, she was. So flavor-wise, I don't know if yeah, she'd gotten there yet. Thematically, she's, she's kind of figuring out, but it's been a while now in her body. Um, so I'm inclined to have her uh, head on over to the spellcasters, Drustin and um, and Q, and essentially provide uh, aid on uh, attack spell attacks. If that makes Perfect. sense for you guys? That works. Have like any it. that you're going to use? The other one just be spray out some magic missiles. They always hit. It's always fun. Narratively appropriate. Uh, yeah. So she'll stand over here as. Uh, and she'll put a hand on each of uh, each of their shoulders, and she'll say, "I will help you concentrate." She says into your ears, which is very distracting when she says it. <laughs> Top of the initiative. Is that where we are now? That is where we're at. We're in round two. Bear jaw with dressing on deck. All right. Bearjaw. Remember, Bearjaw's okay, so flying she's... now, just for fun. Yeah, how tall How tall are the ceilings here, just to get a sense of it? Oh, yeah, of we need to get that. What um, my ability is. Is this like a super you might already tall be room, or is it more... It's got to be a pretty tall room. Um, I'm trying to... You know, I'm always so bad with vertical dimensions. I'm, well, here's I'm, what I see. I see, I see a ladder on the bookshelf here. Yep. Which yeah. makes me think you need a ladder to get to the top of your bookshelf. Either this guy's really short, or this bookcase is very tall. So, I'm that's thinking a tall. I'm thinking 20 feet ceiling sounds right. What'd you say, Kevin? Feet. Yeah. 
20 feet feels like 20 feet. a generous height that where you're not like going out of your way to make it really fucking high. Yeah. All right. So Bearjaw will leap into the air and remain there as she flies. Like yeah, 60 feet flying speed. Yeah, I'd say she's like 10 feet up. So that puts her oh, just shy of the ceiling. Uh, and she's going to move whoop, whoop, and be here. I've changed my mind. It's 60 feet up. What? Which is the entire height of the tower from the outside. Shit. Magic. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, like, it doesn't look like magic. You go inside and oh, realize it's, it's not, big, it's not multiple room? stories. It's so wait, does that mean the bookcases go all the way up? Are Whoa, there that many yeah, books here? Yeah. Is this like a Beauty and the Beast library where like you need Maybe like oxygen? The- it's not all books, but yes, it goes up. You know, okay. like yeah, yeah. like in our modern lives, some of the bookshelves are used for like trinkets or like some swag <laughs> you, you got from a convention. After Dude, 20 feet up, it's just painted to look like a book. <laughs> painted. Well, he didn't Fake have books enough on... books. He's like, you have any idea? How One of the areas been? is definitely several Fire paintings hazard. just on the bookshelves of, of books. book spines. Oh. What? Yeah, so it's 60 feet up. Can't appreciate that workmanship. She, uh, so she's still, I, I still don't want her to be super high up there. So I will, I'll make it, let's make it want to be within range. So I'll be within 20 feet of the spirit in the floating floating upon the air. Um, and then she's going to rage, rage, you know, kind of through that, through that flying. It's like her eyes kind of like darken into those kind of orangey yellow, black, black scalaria, you know, like the edges. Um, and the hammer kind of lights up the the runes on it begin to glow, which happens as she rages. And then she's going to attack again with her hammer. Thank you. There, she's flying. Yeah. It's the best I can do. Okay, that is a 24. 24 will easily hit. He's okay. stunned. That's really annoying. Sucks to be you, spirit. And then she it is a Woo! It is a class feature which can be used all the time, 17. which essentially just denies an enemy its turn. Okay, wow. so 17 damage on that one. Oh no, 17, 18, 19. 19 damage, sorry. I forgot to add the extra two from the rage. 19 so damage. 19 damage. Right. You got it. And then, still up? Yep. Okay, then I will attack again. And that's a 29. Uh, and then, we will roll the damage again. Yeah. And that is a 19, I think. No. To hit. No. 8 plus 9 is 17. 17. 17. 17. Thank you. To hit? Uh, no, I rolled, a, I, I rolled a, a 29 to hit, and so that was my damage. damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how much damage? Just say it 17. Again. 17. 17 damage. Okay. Um, this is with your hammer You're flying up, yeah, throwing the hammer she's... downward. Yep. With the last blow of the hammer, it, again, it flies towards the ghost and just smacks into it right, uh, right in its face. And with this 
blow, you hear a thunderous crack as the uh, as the body of the ghost uh, uh, starts vibrating and shaking, and uh, uh, it, it starts falling to the ground. But this time, doesn't phase through the ground. It it almost looks like it's melting inwards towards the ground as you see its ghostly face looking up. A mouth forms, a big uh, black. Uh, like a black disc sort of Mom. forms where its mouth might be as it opens up and you hear a <laughs> and it starts changing shapes as uh, like a book kind of forms out of its side and then sucks back in and then you see uh, uh, a face appear out of the top part of its body as it is melting it down into the ground and uh, as it opens its mouth and the eyes go wide it looks like the face of a human as it uh, uh, as it just opens its mouth as if to scream and no sound comes out mm. and a moment later the face is gone the blob is gone, and there is nothing but sticky blue ichor Ooh. all over the ground. Hmm. One three six nine was peeking. Did it recognize the face? One three six nine. Or was it just a horrible face? It's been five years. Uh, don't but don't break. But the face definitely was strongly. Reminiscent. I mean, did you say that one three six nine served Humphrey for it was a one hundred and fifty years? Did you say or something? Well, especially if Taito was originally <laughs> making you for uh, Arundel. Yeah. Oh yeah, would, a long time ago. You know, so yeah, yeah, quite a while. So obviously, five years is not going to erase the memory of his face. Yeah, it, but it, but it was through this sort of ghostly view, you know. So. That, you know, someone could raise, someone could raise question. Are you sure that was his face? And you'd have to admit that you can't be certain. But you know, but it, uh, but the shoe fits. The face was reminiscent of Humphreys. I. A second. That poor man. I destroying his own books. <laughs> I got points a little bit. <laughs> Driven mad, surely. Wizards seem strange, though. Perhaps this was a copy? Could be. There is stillness in the room. Berja comes down. Tristan wants you to check out that freestanding door. As you look around the room, you see that there are two freestanding doors. It's these statues over here. They're actually doorways. Mm -hmm. Just ignore the fact that it's a statue. Hmm. He's going to try to open this one. Uh, yeah, let me uh, pull up my other notes here. Um, there is uh, there's a handle on these doors, uh, and there's a keyhole below the handle. As Drewson goes and turns the handle, it doesn't turn. Well, shall we open it anyways? And he turns to the group, not wanting to open it without their permission. The strange well, freestanding door. Yep, what before you say, he does, Q asks you to pause for a moment. 
You see that there is a, a scabbard on his back, but that is empty. And he takes a moment and places his hand on the shield, and then the hand reaches within it, kind of falling into the metal before drawing forth a blade of shadow, a longsword in his hand, and the, uh, the effort and kind of fury that you see in his features belies some dark connection to his, uh, his, his, the, the dark connection to the past that uh, sits behind his gaze you first met. And he, he uh, sheaths that blade of shadow in his scabbard and then gestures and he says, Green Wizard, proceed. Uh, Drusen's gonna cast not. Will there be another fight? That was quite That's rousing. Right. Oh. oh, perhaps. It has uh, been cast knock on this door. The stories from the town, so both 1369 and Q would know that um, generally people talk about the place being having ghosts, not a singular ghost. And in five years' time, you could probably depend on uh, sightings of multiple entities being relatively reliable. It's actually the children that tell the most stories about the ghosts, because despite the despite the adults uh, constantly uh, demanding that they not, the children like to uh, go near sundown and uh, play games of who's bravest to uh, get closest to the tower. One more thing before you do knock. Sorry, Kevin, you're in the middle of this. Um, but just to visualize a little bit what's going on on a bigger scale. Um, how close were people giving this the tower a wide berth? Like, yeah, what's the nearest building to the tower? If, if there's noise of spells going on, stuff like that, would people outside be able to hear it? Or do people keep far enough away that there's not, like, the, neighbors? The tower is not built with neighbors. Um, it, okay. it's, it's, at least, uh, it's at least a couple hundred feet from the nearest building. Um, and even further than that from a more sort of, like, dense uh, construction of buildings. And the... The, but it's not is, like a, a journey to go get to it. It's in town. It's just, it's got its own space. Okay. On the scale of uh, Antarctica to Marin County, what's the busybodyness factor in terms of us going, these newcomers coming into town and going to the Magic Tower? I mean, we literally asked about the walk. Wizard Tower, too. Right, right. So people know, I know that right. people know that we came here. Yeah. Did anyone want to see what would happen? Um, people were standing at a good distance away to watch you all go up to the tower and disappear in through the door. Okay. Mm. There were people that were definitely interested. And some people were, they had food. They had brought picnic baskets. It also brought a bunch of coffins. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All the the footpaths that go towards this tower avoid it by at least 100 feet. You know, the nearest kind of the footpath goes out, 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 out to about a hundred feet before it like connects to another, you know, crossroad. Thanks. I just want to get a get a picture of if ghosts spill out of the house. Are there some people who are like? Busted. Oh no! Yeah, we gotta bust them. There's one guy who's really upset that our containment unit is not meeting the environmental standards. Yeah, one three six nine is the city employee who came here to <laughs> shut it down. There's basically like a dog right. path around the tower that one six three six nine just kind of walks around. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like maybe like a foot deep at this point. <laughs> Five years of just like <laughs> I'm kind of bored. 
Uh, I cast the kids knock. Come give it company sometime. All right. Freestanding Home Depot door. Drewston casts knock on the Home Depot door. There's a big knock sound. There's a big knock sound. Some of the spectators outside sit up on their chairs. As nothing happens. That didn't work. Basically, you hear the sound. Come on, done. Yeah. But then you go and, like, grab the handle again, and it doesn't do anything. Perhaps it is just a door-shaped sculpture. Is it magical? I'll assume so. Oh, right. You've got your uh, you've got your 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 green eyes. Uh, yes. No, no longer because oh, I was I focusing on oh. letting Gerchoff fly around, which she's still doing. Yes, I landed. I Does landed. it look? It it's got the it, it's got the the signs that Drewston has come to intuitively recognize yeah. from lots of runes divings as the 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 machinations of of a wizard. The the it being magical is uh is yes. Let's go through this door then, and he's gonna go back over to the central doors. But before he goes through, he's going to listen, see if he hears anything mysterious on the other side. All right, roll perception. Does Anga help? Uh, I. I should help me listen to know. And anyways, I've got incredible perception. Uh, <clears throat> so I could take that 17 or my passive 20 perception. I'll take the 20. You hear the gentle noise of a barely babbling brook. There's a brook in there. Well, it's a barely babbling. Also, if a brook what is a is river, it saying? it's not actually a brook, but whatever. Perhaps it is a fountain? Could be. Uh, before we go in, Drewson is going to take out his little uh, scale. From you're a noise. The... Oh. He's quickly casting a spell. <laughs> He's casting tongues ah, on himself, okay. which lasts for an hour and will allow him to understand whatever language is. Alright. Because he doesn't want that babbling ghost business again. <laughs> he, uh, you all hear a noise. You hear a <laughs> coming that from the good. doorway that Drewston had just uh, cast the other ghost came from. Does it seem to be speaking a language we can't understand, or it's just As nonsense? you, it doesn't sound like a language. Okay. Well, it sounds a like a cry of pain. It's not a language. I think it may be one another. Humphrey Ghost. I saw Dan's the countdown for Dan's camera turning off. I think he has to like touch it every half hour to make it not turn off. Anyway, uh, has a condition. Yeah, as you look over in that direction, you see another bluish, uh, uh, sort of ethereal uh, figure poking out from that freestanding doorway and as you look over you you can see that the sound is coming from that figure as it then disappears back inside the freestanding door let's move on then this one I don't know why there are ghosts 
Humphrey said he thought there would be a large breakthrough, but then there was no breakthrough and there were only ghosts. Did he like ghosts? I have a feeling that whatever he was attempting to do here did not go as planned. If these were ghosts summoned to guard this place, I think a wizard is... Uh, accomplished as uh, as Humphrey would not have created something so chaotic and uncontrolled. We were able to stroll in here and strike one down without any coordination of the others, depend- uh, however many there are. Get out of this room before more appear, and Jason's going to open the door. Uh, with oh, uh, oh. Q, Q did want to ask. Uh, Go for it. Could you could you tell us more of Humphrey and uh, his work here? Uh, other metal one. What is your name? One three six nine or Taita. Taita. He he addresses oh. Taita. Oh right right. Um, he knows one three six nine. Right. He does. He he's one three six nine has noticed him like sneaking around and stuff and. That's right. He's like noticing him as it continues to walk on its path. Like, what? Who is that person who keeps sneaking around, like looking at me annoyingly? That's right. That's exactly right. And then one through six nine leaves, and here he finds him, like you know, trying to get in the door. That's exactly right. Humphrey was mainly focusing on a study of teleportation magic, specifically to recreate the teleportation, uh, the great teleportation circles that the old tales tell from long ago that were once plentiful in this world the arcane technology lost to uh, lost to time very few known remain in the world and he had dedicated his long life to uh, to unlocking the secret not the first wizard to attempt uh, to dedicate his life to such a thing and perhaps not the last to fail she says, but I will admit that in my dealing with Humphrey, uh, or in my speaking with Humphrey through our, uh, through the, our, our meetups on the astral plane, is it the astral plane? We'll just call it the astral plane. Sure. Uh, in the, uh, uh, in the weave between the weave. There we go. Uh, we, he was forthcoming uh, but always in a uh, a bit of a curious manner i always got the impression that when he would speak to me that he was speaking enough to get my insights but not telling me the whole truth i believe he was working on teleportation circles i believe that was true but i am not so certain about what his intentions with this was could be possible that what he was trying to do here was something outside of my understanding. Was Humphrey human? Yes. I mean, I, one three six nine would know, but you know. Yes. Yeah, he was. Okay. Um, Drusen opens the door. It's locked. There are no keyholes. Virgil. Ha <laughs> My turn. Oy. That's a knock spell. You may want to move. There's no lock, it won't open it. Does it have hinges? 
It does. Then I can open it. She... I'm going to step back. Uh, she's going to take a running start. And then she's going to... She's going to shoulder check it? Uh, no. No, she's getting the running start to get the momentum, and she's going to attack the door. <laughs> With yes. the hammer? Yes. Well, it's like more than intended. All right. Um, you are very strong. Go for it, man! I really thought there was going to be difficulties of breaking doors. I like—I know it's down here, and I can't find it, and it's annoying. But I can just wing it anyway. Uh, it's a DC twenty. I think you have it on your sheet, like your giant physical DM screen. Well, yeah, that's true, but I don't get out the physical stuff. So you said DC twenty. You're right; it is on that. DC twenty. Set up all the tables and uh, the chairs. Okay. <laughs> all right, and is that still a, a plus eleven? I can't remember if it's different if you throw it. Doesn't oh, oh, say. this is this is. Uh, uh, it'll be. In, it's an athletics check. Athletic skill check. Oh, it's just a straight athletics check. Okay. Yeah. Then um, with advantage uh, plus eight. Yeah, okay. you're, you're, you're trying to break something. Well, I guess you yeah. could do it as an attack. But you can do it I'm... as an attack. Usually things have an armor class that you have to hit, and they have hit points. You can you can attack objects. They have they have mechanics for that. Yeah. It's just so a it depends on are you to... trying to force the door open or are you trying to shatter the door? Yes. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll as an attack. Roll as an attack. That's how you described it. Let's do it. Okay. Alright. That's just, uh... I guess it is plus 11? Whatever um, your attack. attack bonus is. Oh, did I you go up one melee or range. level? I guess so. Yeah. It's been 10 for ages. Yeah, so. must be then. Whee! That's a Roll. 26. 26 will easily hit. Roll that damage. I'm not raging anymore. Wait, am I only supposed to roll one of these? I can't remember. I think you're pro- are you melee, two, how are you doing it? Die. What are you and doing? If you're striking it with with your Yeah, I'm hitting it with my hammer. Melee, then yeah, it's just one damage. Probably two oh. handing it, probably a d10. Yeah, be a d10. Uh, okay. So then we'll just say that didn't happen over there. Thanks for being patient, guys. <laughs> this is Feels like it's been a while. Alright. It's been a while since we've rolled dice. Yeah. Not very good. <laughs> Dink. That's a eight. Eight damage. Eight total. Yeah. It's a very strong door or a very weak door. Um, well you hit it square on and slam into it with the hammer. Any Kaboom. other door would be off its hinges and uh, with a strike like that. This barely cracks as you uh, as you hit it, a, a piece of the wood breaks through where, uh, where the hammer struck. Uh, but when that happens, you, uh, you feel and hear a thrum through the, uh, through the area as the release of some sort of magical lock spell uh, dissipates as a hole is broken through the door. After this point, when when you pull the hammer like back Out. from that hole, stuck, the, meat, the door the just... Part. The, the door swivels like loosely as you do that and just kind of opens. Bear does 
slightly disappointed, but the door still yielded to her, so... <laughs> mm, kind of a half win. Kevin, really you said cooler. You, you can't use I, knock if there's not a lock. No, you... Yeah, well, I had misinterpreted your description of no keyhole as if you were trying to hint that there was no lock to be unlocked. Uh-huh. Not realizing that you were hinting that it's an arcane lock. But uh, the it hammer strike was cooler yep. anyway. Um, yeah, so it, it opens up, and you can see beyond into this uh, into this central respite. The small room is peculiarly verdant and bustling with plant life. Uh, though there seems to be no way for natural light to penetrate this central space either. Uh, a small pool of water feeds a smattering of ferns, large bushes, stunted uh, trees growing from the sandy soil, and filling the air with an earthly scent reminiscent of a greenhouse. There's a bridge that traverses the pond, leading to another door. Quell would like to make a nature check to determine what the purpose of this greenhouse environment is. All right. Go for it. Wait, is this a D10? I rolled the wrong one. We're rolling this one instead. That is going to be a 10. A 10. What Q gets the impression of in this room is that it is a place to come when one needs to relax and clear their mind. Takes a deep breath and lets that go so slowly. Drusen's going to look around and just see if he kind of stepping into the room with Anga. Just see if he sees anything of significance in this room. To You hear the noise again come from the room you had just left. This time you hear it on the other side at the doorway on the, let's just call that the south side of the tower. Uh, the that, that doorway, you again hear a as Oilvane, who I guess is still standing back there with his spyglass, uh, can see the blue, wispy what? nature of some slender uh, figure looks completely humanoid as its shoulders, uh, maybe, but it's like, uh, is that, that's your forearm. What's that? Your upper arm. Uh, like just, just at its you know bicep and above, sticking out of this doorway, frantically looking around. <laughs> Mm. I don't like this place. <laughs> you mutter to yourself. Wait. What does all they do? Place. He sees it. You're alone in this room. <laughs> well, I guess Gullet and or Quillet and Taita are there. Gullet. Sorry, I misread it. What does Oilvane do? Oh, uh, he. Does he was he excited do anything? in the book area and and this place has only gotten creepier so he's less enthusiastic about the fun haunted adventure we're on 
<clears throat> and he he sticks he he goes through the doorway to, so to rejoin over. the group. Oh, oh, he's, oh, he's going into the the central uh, respite area. Yeah. So he just walks away from the wailing ghost. It's just like I'm not getting involved. It, he sees it. He's the only one that sees it. It's like there. Oh, like I misunderstood looking. that. Okay, I so there's a ghost that. sticking its its bust out of the uh, out of the the, the doorway, and it's I making that a was bunch in of the noise. Greenhouse. No, it's not <clears> in the greenhouse. It's at this freestanding doorway. Okay, the one on the south. One already poked out of the other door. Uh. Yeah, this one's sticking around for for until you he say something. Walks over, and says, "Huh, oh, oi, oi, there's there's a man, friends, friends. facets." It's you can man. all hear the the the, the noise that he's <laughs> trying to tell you about. And one three six nine looks at Olvain and then looks at Drustin and Bearjaw. And points like, what is Q? Is is Q reacting to the situation at all? You're the ghost guy. <laughs> he is, and he moves forward to to engage the spirit as he did before, and kind of beseeches like, spirit, what, what is your, what is your purpose? Why do you? Why do you remain here to antagonize us and others in this town? Uh, it cocks its head to the side. And this one has got a, while it's a very sort of humanoid um, shaped body, its face is just completely like flat and blank. It has eyes and a mouth. It's just... It's 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 notably blank, you know. Even with even with the uh, with the eyes and the mouth in this face, it's so neutral, so unnotable to be unnerving. Um, and it tilts its head and looks right at Q and says, <laughs> and Q can just barely uh, can just barely make out some words Drewston to come over and say I think I can help and he takes out his little overseer's ear move your character to magic little thing that's where he is oh sorry I didn't see I already did a uh, little magic thing from the uh, the goblins and the sunless citadel. And he's going to cast detect thoughts and concentrate Ooh. on this. This his thoughts sound like roll initiative. <laughs> as oh. you try to do that. Oh dears! In fact, everybody roll All initiative. Of us? <clears throat> oh boy! All right, face it in chat. <clears throat> Or we could make an executive decision as a group. Nah, because you're trying to do something quickly. You probably want to roll yep. to get the chance. Ten for me. Ten for the ghost. Oh, that's pretty good. I'll roll. Ooh, fifteen for the tiebreaker. All right. Fifteen wins the tiebreaker. Eighteen again. 
Okay. Fifteen. Not sure sounds like. But you got twenty-three. Okay, barely. I got what? Twenty-two? Yeah. All right. So it looks like one, three, six, nine, and then oil vein, and then we got some others. It's one, three, six, nine first. One, three, six, nine. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, what are the obvious threats? What what has caused what? It feels danger, but is not clear on the source. Uh, sorry, I missed that. Say that again. Why have we rolled initiative? Oh, uh, it is. Uh, it emerged. Sorry, yeah, you're right. It's I actively hostile. It, uh, <laughs> as Drustin comes around the corner, and says, "I think I have something that could help." Nary, nay, and uh, the uh, the ghost just flies out from the doorway, just float like. Uh, I'm thinking of. God, I'm thinking of a specific ghost scene from a movie that I can't remember. Slimer sure Ghost and Ghostbusters. Anyway, it's like straight, yeah, just straight at you, coming at you fast. That's what the initiative is for. It looks okay. Angry. We're gonna go five, ten, fifteen. I think it was saying like, detect my drive. Twenty-five, thirty, <laughs> thirty-five. 40. And we're gonna hit it. Because that's what robots do. <laughs> You're a punch bot. That's, that's why the wizard didn't want him in the tower. <laughs> uh, I think that's. What is that? 11 plus 8, 19 AC? Uh, yep, yeah, that'll hit. Perfect. Uh, let's go ahead and. Do a stunning strike. Of course. You just have course. a stun, an at-will stun. It costs me a key, key point. Oh. And I have a total point. of nine of them, and they reset on every short rest. Mm-hmm. So it is a DC 15 constitution saving you throw. got it. He failed. He failed. Sweet. And then it's gonna get two more attacks, and this ones will be with advantage because it is now a stun. So this one's gonna be 19. That's definitely gonna hit. And the other one, that's gonna be ooh an eight plus an eight, 16 AC. 16 AC will hit. Great. So that's going to be three hits. So it's going to be 3d6 plus four on each of those. That's going to be five, ten, so 22 from three different sources, if that makes a difference. Bludgeoning with magical elements. And that was 40, so then we'll go 45, 50, 55. Hang on, repeat the final damage number to me. That was a total of 22. 22. Got it. And magical source. Bludgeoning. Bludgeoning magical. Yeah. Got it. As it hears a cry of, there's a ghost! From someone <laughs> who said there was a ghost. And well, then, I think. the general vibe was, we're killing ghosts. So it dashes over, strangely and uncomfortably fast, as it slips between Drustin and Oilvane, and lays in as it 
strikes into the ghost, somehow like twisting its very life force, uh, preventing it from from moving, as it then slips back in readiness around the corner. I love it. Okay. Oil vein. The ghost is disabled. Oil vein immediately for a moment. <clears throat> as he scared with one hand, switches to his other staff embedded oil arm and lets loose a chaos bolt uh, with advantage roll there we go it's <laughs> 21 I believe that hits 21 AC 21 AC will hit and I have advantage because it's stunned not because I used the inspiration uh, diamond Let's do this and I'm going to re-roll just you two beautiful all right, so that's 10 plus 18 plus 3 is 21. And the first um, one here, did I use the rightmost, um, is 7. So let me look up what type that is. So it's 21 psychic damage. Ooh. 21 psychic damage. Does it seem psychic to one. slough off any of this psychic energy that blasts out with some weird a bunch of psychic colors that you can only perceive with your mind but not with your eyes? No, from Oil Vane's uh, kind of understanding barely of his own abilities uh, as is the Chaos Bolt, right? Correct. Yeah. So the the Chaos Bolt slams it as the uh, as the psychic energy this time uh, uh, I kind of see it like enveloping it. The bolt hits it and you see this energy and envelop the whole kind of surface area of the, uh, of the body as, it, as it's already stunned by uh, 1369's sort of like binding of its life force, but uh, it goes and oil says, sorry. <laughs> sorry, ghost. And Dressen is up with Bear Jaw on deck. Excellent. Uh, so Greg was able to cast Detect Thoughts, or am I doing that now? Uh, now. Okay. So Drusen concentrates on the spell uh, using this little magic fungus that the goblin overseers will use no, to detect the thoughts of their enslaved peoples. Um, and when I cast this spell... I can focus my mind on any one creature I can see within 30 feet. Um, so uh, I concentrate on oil thing. Of course you do. Uh, I concentrate. Boy. <laughs> oh, checks out. I concentrate on the ghost. And I initially learn surface thoughts of the creature. What is most on its mind at that moment? Such as loss. How that hurts. Aimlessness. Ooh, loss. Pain. Uh, and, and one uh, actual word well two words uh, theoretical reconstitution theoretical reconstitution of course you you find you find this these two words sort of buried you know it, it's on the surface but it's being dominated by this uh, by this loss this aimlessness this pain this uh, um is, is just sort of cloaking it, but you can you can feel just barely coming through the surface thoughts there. And I flies up 
and starts weaving in and out of its body. Although, I guess y'all don't have to help, actually. That's fine. She'll just fly around Juice and she perches on Juice's shoulder. Wait, so was she, uh, was she doing that or not? No, I was okay, going to have her help, but I realized oh, oh, it's God. done, oh. so there's no point. Ah. Uh, so she just perches on Drewston's shoulder and goes, Ooh. and that's Drewston's turn. Uh, I, I wanted right to, to say, sorry to interject, uh, like, uh, Q, Q had actually moved. I'd left his token there. He was talking with the ghost earlier. Yes, please uh, uh, please be responsible for moving your token to where uh, they are, even when we're out of combat, just so we kind of have a visual of where we are. Um, yeah, that, so that's you, a good call. I wasn't paying attention to that. He didn't just stay where he was from the last combat. So that was, where, were you, where were you chatting to him from? Yeah, you choose. Yeah, I mean, like, anywhere. He came over here to speak with the thing. He was in. He was. He was doing his nature check, and then he came over here. So, like, whatever space makes sense. I don't know. Fucking. You, you put yourself wherever you were. I. It is your choice. Let me myself here. Yeah. Sounds good. It is. Uh, I was going to bring that up when it got to your turn. <laughs> yeah, I just I realized all of a sudden that like he was, the ghost was going before me, and that's not fair to like adjust after the enemy's turn. Oh, uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, of course. It is Bearja up with Q on deck. All right. Bearja with her hammer ready. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Do you want me to be in front of you, or do you want me to move a little bit to the side here? I got lots of movement. No worries. Yeah, I can get past you. Go where, go where you need to go. Okay. Then I'll be right there. Um, And then, yeah, she's just going to attack it, since no one's saying not to. Yeah, Justin kind of looks like he's concentrating, but that could be anything. So, yeah. So we're gonna just bring these out. And All he said was theoretical, theoretical reconstitution. reconstitution. Ghosts are a sympathetic enemy. Indeed, enemy. I do. I do feel for them. Okay, so that's a sixteen. To hit. Sixteen yeah. to hit. We'll hit. Yep. Okay, and then let's just do the are other. You're throwing your hammer. Yeah, you are. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do both attacks just to kind of streamline, and a fifteen. I will also hit just barely. Oh my god! Okay, so. Oh, you're rolling with advantage. It kind of doesn't. You no, be rolling with I'm advantage. not. I'm rolling. You should with roll it. Yeah, because you could get a crit. <clears throat> Boy, he's stunned. I rolled two separate attacks. Yes. Because I'm streamlining it a little so bit. You, you should have advantage. roll but, with advantage right, right. because he is stunned. So next time, oh. but they both hit. Oh, yeah. okay. So you so, can throw two extra dice in case they're crits. Oh, okay. Yeah, you just you, you get your, your shot at it. Can't find her. Okay, dice nope. I mean, okay, cool. Who can even tell okay. the odds of her rolling a twenty? No, no one. That's it's an impossible number impossible. that cannot be calculated. Okay, so here are my two damages. Oh wait, I should roll them separately. Otherwise, they'll all add up, and then you won't know what's what. Uh, no, you can do it all together. Oh, it's okay. It's all one okay, damage. So no damage resistance. <laughs> Yeah. There's 10 plus 7 and 11 plus 7. So, 17, so 17 and 18? Mm-hmm. 17 and 18. You got it? 35. I got it. Hit this ghost with the hammer. Uh, with especially with these hammer shots, uh, each of them hitting his body has caused uh, bits of uh, could it be ectoplasm? 
uh, spewing oh, off and uh, splashing into the books around to the ground. There's, it's just this glowing blue, uh, viscous liquid uh, all over the place. Pa- half his uh, half his lower body is now torn apart. He had legs, but uh, uh, but they're they're more like mangled and hanging. As he's going. <laughs> Sorry. Is it dead? No. It's just oh. Who's up next? Technically it is. <laughs> I mean, yes, he's dead. Is Sorry. It, it's I didn't mean to mislead. Um, Quellen. Quellen sees the uh, damaged spirit and moves in to destroy it. Quellen. Uh, yes. All throughout, uh, as you're you know, this, this first ghost, and now the second one, you're, you're spending more time with it, you've heard it speak a little bit. Um, these are continuing to not register as, uh, to not register as anything familiar to you in all of your practice with this stuff. So there is, let's revisit that for one, just one second quick. You said there was two words that he tried to understand, like Quellet is here to understand, to investigate and to understand, not necessarily, not to destroy first. Uh-huh. You will destroy hostile ghosts. Safety is important, but like, does he get the sense that there is more messages to be had here? He specifically spends his time communicating with spirits. He has a lot of tools. He's trained in deception, intimidation, and persuasion, and those are the tools of his trade. Yeah, he would prefer. He's inclined to use those even here and now, if possible. Uh, if he has an inkling that there is more information to be gained. I, but I'm trying to knows... give you the inkling here. So but if you choose yes. to attack, you choose to attack instead. Perfect. Okay, so that, that is the inkling. But, um, but what, what the inkling he's getting is that these are not... Yes. That all of those skills would apply to something that these are not, is is what's happening. These are something... Uh, yes. You're a horse whisperer, and this might be a cow. This might be a cow. It, that is kind of the thing. You're looking at it, you're like, well, it's definitely the shape of a horse, and then you go and you whinny at it, and it like responds in a different language. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the feeling you're getting. Like yes. it okay. looks like a duck, and, and but it's not quacking like a duck. And as as that feeling then, yeah, as that feeling comes to him, he says uh, he 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 hesitates for a moment, kind of like again, pausing to revisit maybe a an investigative uh, trajectory, and then says, "You are your hostile actions." Your hostile actions speak for themselves. You will be destroyed from this place. And he closes, drawing the shadowy blade forth and striking at it two times. Alrighty. Uh, the first attack will be a. You have advantage. Oh, yeah. Ooh, well, let's roll that extra one. Because it's stunned. Start. Monks are fun. <laughs> It's an incredible right. outwell. I mean, I can only do it nine times every short rest. <laughs> nine <laughs> times. You can only set. deny nine of my monster turns. I mean, that's assuming they fail to save. That's true. That's true. And I have to hit on the attack in order to trigger it. Okay. Uh, so that will. So for here's the other roll for the first attack. Uh, even better. Uh, so twenty-seven versus AC on the first one. Easy hit. And then the second one will be five or 
Seven. Fifteen on the second one. Fifteen on the second one will also hit. Okay. So I don't think anyone's wall. missed these guys, by the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's at yeah, a 100% he's, hit rate. He's pretty, he's pretty stunned. Okay, so here's one. So these are going to be two separate slashing attacks. Wow, two ghetto crits. Nice. So that's going to be 24, 24 damage, two separate attacks. So 12 and 12. 12 and 12. Uh... What's this? What type? What's the type of damage? This is slashing damage from a magical weapon. Okay, twelve as and he, twelve. As he carves forward again, he has his buckler. He just carves forward in two kind of graceful arcs, slashing through the uh, incorporeal foe spirit. And slash he does as he cuts across the torso, cuts across the chest, and each time. The, le- the, the remainder of the legs just falls to the ground and then I guess now just the midsection falls to the ground in a heap as they start melting on the ground as there's only a guy from sort of chest on up this uh, ghostly like figure salami. as he's shouting moaning Gross. but he's still done. bound by that jerk 1369 <laughs> Oh, was that its turn? Yeah, it yeah. can't take actions. Oh, is its or turn reactions. next? Yeah, its turn's up next. Oh, wait, you, I thought you said it was going to go before you. No, it was, uh, it was I thought you beat me on the tiebreaker. That's why I thought. Oh. You know what? It might have been, but I typed in chat that Eric was ahead of the ghost. I may have misinterpreted oh. our tiebreaker, so you got to go first. Um, at okay. any rate, um, he's stunned, so now his turn goes, and... Uh, if you're stunned, you just can't do... You uh, can't take actions or reactions. That's a pretty... Um, you could look Pretty at your significant... Carved body. Uh, oh, ability can't. to speak also, is impaired, but not lost. Impaired, and you also impaired. can't move, and you automatically fail strength and dex saving throws, and attack rolls have advantage. Yeah, that's... Uh... It's not great. Oh... Huh. Hmm. Are ghosts incapable of being incapacitated? Ah, uh, he is not. I was double checking that. I didn't really. It's weird that stunned uses a different status as part of its effect. Yeah, it's like says incapacitated. incapacitated. So if you're immune to incapacitated and you get stunned, does that mean you're still stunned? You just don't have the effects of the incapacitation. It's kind of weird. I guess. I don't know if that would ever come up, but it's not coming up in this case, so it doesn't matter. Cool. All right. Uh, so I think it's back to one three six nine. Oh, sorry, I was muted. Um, yeah. So uh, no, Tita's up next, and who she gives the assistance to does matter because the ghost is no longer. No wait, the ghost is unstunned after one three six nine, right? Yes. That's the idea. Yeah, right, the ghost so is it, now unstunned. But it is Tita first. It will probably still be stunned after that. There's actually, a yeah. chance. So who does Tida aid? Uh, I think she'll go over to Drewston. Who calls for her aid? Uh, not Drewston, because he doesn't really have this nothing. Sorts of he does will actually uh, help one three six nine. Um, actually, Oilbane says, "Oi, Tida, help one three. Uh, yeah, she'll go over to one three six nine. She says, 
You have picked up an impressive repertoire of tricks up your sleeve, 1369. And, uh, and she says, try, uh, it says, if I might offer a suggestion, try doing in trails off and just kind of giving some suggestions. So, did you know that the elbow on your right arm actually has the capability of bending an additional, uh, additional four degrees? A little trick we gave in the case of learning. And, uh, <laughs> be ta- talking, uh, to you it. might find this useful. Uh, and at that useful. bottom of the round, we will continue next week. Okay. Uh, because we are at 10.30 here. On the dot. Tonight. Groovy. Oh. Haunted House. So far, quite adventurous. Haunted House, this map uh, is awesome. Where'd it come from? I love this map. And uh, I am trying to get the name of that real quick. It's a Patreon that I back, so I just wanted to give it the proper shout out. It's always nice to give shout out to, uh, you know, content creators. But they have a weird name that I realize I've never said out loud, and now I can't remember what letters it is. Mm. You know how, like, you see a name, you know, like I see it every time I go to Patreon and I get emails, but it just kind of exists as that jumble of letters. I've never needed to pronounce it or type it to anyone else, so I've never needed to actually register what it is. That's like the names of fantasy characters in every fantasy novel. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, so... In my defense, it is, it's Z and Piku, but the first is C Z E. So I actually have no clue how to pronounce that. Is it Z Z E C Z E? That's like a Polish name, like Zaluski. Yeah. Z Z C C Z E. Anyway, I'm yeah. gonna like say Czech. Z. Like, think of C Z E C H is Czech. So it could be a. Ch- yeah, they it could be, be a checked out. Yeah. Wow, they are like Prenowitz. They Ankowitz. are really popular. Wow, they are making a lot of money on these maps. Holy moly, mm. that's really awesome. They get about seventeen thousand dollars each time they put out a map. Wow. They have, all, they have almost four thousand. They have almost five thousand patrons, and it's a per output thing. Hmm. That's, that's pretty cool. A lot of money. Uh, that's really cool. So they they put out nice multiple maps. maps of this level of quality every month, usually about two a month, and everyone comes with a whole bunch of variants, such as the nighttime. It's so they and they, they have a whole bunch, and, and like this particular map. Is that where the airship came from? Yes, the airship. Or the, the, the uh, uh, Dark Spire? The Dark Spire was also from the same, yeah. same group. Yeah, Very it's, cool. uh, they're incredible, Beautiful. and they, so there's usually like 10 different variants that are usually really different, like it'll be like Astral Plane version, and this other thing, and like, I'm sure this one has ones with a totally different...